Schools have been closed since March, and there seems to be little hope of in-person education happening in the fall. Every day, school districts are announcing delays to the start of school. The school has to start at some point and in some form, and the form likely appears to be remote learning. So now there's currently a huge rush to determine how to provide academic and emotional connections and instruction virtually. While teachers are struggling with how to move from face-to-face -face instruction to virtual instruction, both parents and teachers of children with special needs are looking for ways to support these kids at home. School leaders are struggling with how to provide these services at home while still staying compliant with state and federal laws. Parents are struggling with how to get a child with special needs through school that will likely be provided solely on a computer. Parents are finding themselves placed into a role that they never imagined, not only homeschooling, but homeschooling a special needs student. So how do you do that? Where do you even start? It's often hard for professionals to provide these services. What is a parent to do now that they've been called upon to help and take part? What can a parent do to make this easier on themselves, the special ed worker, and most importantly, the student? Remote learning for special education is coming, and here's what you need to do. Establish a schedule. One of the most important things a parent or caregiver of a child with special needs can do is quickly establish an in-home routine. A schedule will provide a sense of normalcy to your child during a very abnormal time and will help them know what to expect. Visual schedules are important. Many kids struggle with time management and incorporating visual timers will help the child know when an activity is ending and when another one will begin. Parents need to stay positive. This period of time has increased the stress levels in all of us. Stay upbeat and encouraging. Pay attention to your own attitude while you're around your child and pay attention to how you're interacting with your kids. Give breaks. A schedule is important, but so are breaks. Make sure that you've scheduled in a recess and time away from the computer during the day. Grown-ups don't like being in front of a computer for eight hours, neither will your child. Incorporate physical movement. Moving is essential for our brains and bodies. Ensure that your child and you are taking breaks and moving outside as much as possible. Give your child a lot of praise and give it often. This change is hard on everyone and acknowledge that often. When they're acting in a way that you want them to continue to act, encourage them, note it, tell them. They'll likely repeat it. Provide incentives, a lot of them. Motivate your child to follow the schedule and complete the work by offering some sort of reward when it's completed. It doesn't have to be big and you don't have to refer to it as a reward or a prize, but a little something to look forward to can go a very long way. Choose your battles. I tell parents this in most all situations. If getting them dressed is going to be a big problem, then let them stay in their pajamas. It is an uncertain time and flexibility is required. Focus on the schedule and pick the most critical issues and make your stand there. Use brothers and sisters. This has made the remote therapy that I've been doing in my clinic much more tolerable for my clients. Kids like to share experiences, so let brother and sister help and don't discourage their participation. Another plus is that they're often more technologically savvy than you are. Use nonverbal prompts and reminders. Visuals are great for reminding kids of the expectations without having to tell them what to do. Incorporate as many nonverbal cues as possible. Whatever happens in the fall, it will be different than what we're used to. So know this, it will be hard, it will be different, but you got this. Thank you.